you know the vibes welcome back to another episode of the hoop genius podcast brought to you by nba 2k 24 myself Mamutsi, alongside me as always is the three-time nba champion the one and only mr bj armstrong bj how are you doing my brother i'm doing well i'm doing well Mo, real name no gimmicks <laughs> what's going on hey, baby? talk on. to me man i'm feeling good bj you can see i, I finally got a cut uh, I, I, see. I, had, I had to give the people what they want. You know, I was getting tweets yeah, about yeah. Mo get a haircut. Yeah, I yeah. see. I see. You got. You got. You are good now. You good hey, money. Hey, come on, man. Hey, come on, man. You know you got to enter the new year in style. I kept the beard a little bit long. We're trying something. The beard's gonna go a little bit longer. We're gonna see how that goes. Okay. Oh, all I'm right. getting in my prime James Harden bag. <laughs> not, not my Philly James Harden bag. My my Rockets James Harden bag. Just not. Excuse me. Excuse me. Okay. <laughs> so for for context for you guys. We're recording this shortly before the tip-off of the Celtics and the Pistons. Um, I didn't want to add to BJ's pain if the Pistons lose, but I no, do no, think no, 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 they're going to no win. Uh, are, are those guys playing? I didn't, I didn't see. Jason Tatum playing? is going to play. Jalen Brown is not going to play. Oh, okay. okay. But Jason Tatum pulled up to the arena just now in a t-shirt that says Derek White is an all-star. Um, so shout out to Jason Tatum if you're listening to the pod. Big up yourself. Okay. <laughs> BJ, okay. I'm, I've got an interesting one for you today. Okay, great. Um, slightly off the court, just a little bit. Michael Porter Jr. Has, has also started a podcast. And he had the elusive guest that doesn't like doing interviews with many people, Nikola Jokic, join him. Oh, and okay. Nikola Jokic said that his goal after he's done playing basketball is to not have a phone and to disappear. And as soon as I heard that, I said, has he been talking to BJ Armstrong? What is with this conspiracy of NBA players not wanting to have phones? Can you explain this? Well, you you know, for for me, Ma, you know, I when I came into the league, there was no cell phones. And then during my time, then you know, cell phones became a thing. And I think what it is, Ma, I think it's uh I've pondered that question for a long time. And my conclusion at 56 is the following. For most of my adult life, well, for, for most of my adult life, I was always on someone else's schedule. Mm. You're on the team right. schedule, you're on the league schedule. League schedule. Um, and then when you get home, you, you're on your lady schedule. Like, you ain't so, get no time yeah, for yourself. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It's, 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 this is a real thing. Like, you know, as a kid, you know, you're on your parents' schedule, mm-hmm. right? Your parents say whatever, he, you live in their house. Uh, I played on a team, so I was always on that schedule. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I was my choice, but, you know, I was on that schedule. I went to college. I was on that schedule. I went to the NBA. I was on that schedule. And now you on the Hoop Genius podcast schedule. That's schedule. <laughs> so I think there is this subconscious thing that you have because you're constantly having to display discipline to think outside of yourself all the time. It's it's kind of natural to be selfish. However, you know, you you have to make a conscious choice not to be that way, right? You know what I mean? Say, okay, you know, I, I, I'm choosing to be, you know, in a way where I can, you know, appear to be normal around <laughs> people. You know, you appear to be. But I, I think I, 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 I remember having that same thought for so long because... What time is the bus? What time are we going to eat? What time is the game? 
What time is the plane? You're constantly on someone else's schedule telling you what to do. And you, and I understand, you know, I remember when you sent me what Jokic does in the summer. The horse racing. The horse. And it's just him and that horse. And I'm sure there's a, a there's well, that's, a that's what he says. He said he says after he's done playing, his goal is to not have a phone, be around family, to race horses and be the driver or the jockey of the horse. There, to have fun, it, it, travel it, the world, all of it, Europe. It, it, I get horses. it. I, I I get it. And it's him and that horse. And and the horse and ain't they're, asking they're, him who to go and, is. And, and here's, <laughs> here's the one thing about here's the one thing that you learn, right? You know, Jokic is I'm just an observer. He is a phenomenal teammate, like because he shares the ball. And there's a deep connection he has with the game. There's a deep connection he has with his teammates. And clearly he's very respectful. But I can only imagine the respect that he has for that horse because it's just <laughs> him and that horse. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so yeah, yeah. that's why a lot of team players love individual sports. Golf. Jordan, yes. Curry, they love golf. Because Tatum it's just, golf. instead of thinking about other people, it's just you and that course. Mm -hmm. And it's just you and your thoughts. If you can, if, if that makes sense, bro. Like, like the reason I don't want a phone is because it's just me and my thoughts now. Yeah, and, this I'm, is, and I'm cool with that. And, this... and, and, but I can imagine, I don't know that, but I, I remember, I remember having those similar thoughts. And I also have seen other players have those thoughts who are this, retired. This is the other thing. I don't know if, if NBA players can relate to this, but from my side as someone who creates content and entertains for a living, a phrase that always sticks out to me, it says creative people need time to do nothing because when your schedule, when my schedule is constantly packed and I'm doing shows here and I'm traveling here for an event, you don't get that downtime to just think. You know, like the ideas and the inspiration behind things. Well, that's that where we the creative. That's where the creative process happens. It occurs. You need the time to do yes, to do yes. nothing, right? That, I can that just makes sense sit there and yeah. look like that I'm makes... doing nothing, but in my head I'm working. But it's not really work. And people are like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, just "Let me let me do what I do." Um, there was one thing Jokic said in that podcast that really stood out to me, and I think you'll like this quote because I, I thought this was a legendary quote. He says because they were asking him like, you know. People think he doesn't care about basketball and how much he wants to win. And da, da, da. He said, to me, winning is a lifestyle. But BJ, as someone who's won a lot in their life, can you speak to that statement? Winning is a lifestyle. Well, yeah, I, I, I can. And, you know, Mo, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a weird thing. But I say this with great humility. It's a very, it's a, it's a, it's a weird dynamic. And as a, as a kid, my parents used to always ask me, how come I was never like, you know, when you win a game as a kid, you'd celebrate. Oh yeah, we won. Yay. And I never did. Job's and not my, finished. My, my parents always thought something was wrong. They were like, <laughs> how come you, how come you never celebrate? <laughs> and I was like, cause I expect to win. And mm. my mom was so upset with me. Like it's one of the few times I've ever felt like I disappointed my parents with the answer that I gave. Cause they always encouraged me to, you know, be myself. Mm. But I was like, I expect to win. I expect to beat these kids. Mm -hmm. and, and what I mean by that Mo is like, I expected to win. Like, but I, I said it with humility. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, you know, a lot of people will talk trash. Like, Oh man, I'm the greatest or whatever. I never said that outwardly, 
but Mo, I expected to win and I committed myself to winning. And if I didn't win, Mo, I tried to figure out how to win the game. Now, I, I just expected to win. Like, Mo, I can't explain it. Like, like I'm not, I'm not saying it in an arrogant way. Like, oh man, I'm the greatest or what I was the greatest player or what have you. It was just Mo, like, I expect <laughs> if I yep. put my mind to yep. it, I just expect to do it. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, well, I just expect to do it and I'm going to figure out how to get it done. Mm-hmm. I respect, I respect that about him. Like Mo, like he said, he wants to be a champion. Well, Mo, he's committed to that. Okay. So people can talk about it, but Mo, when you see someone commit to it, you don't win the championship, you know, on the first day of practice. No, you won that championship in the summertime when no one's looking. You won that championship when you're the only one in the gym. You won that championship mode where you could be going wherever you want to go. There's nothing wrong with going to the clubs. There's nothing wrong with going on vacation. There's nothing wrong with spending time with your family. But some of us, Mo, we said no to all those things. Okay? It took me a long time, Mo. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll, I'll admit this here. Like, Mo, it's I'm still getting comfortable spending time with my family. And I got to be honest with myself during the holidays because Mo, I was never here. You feel more at home in a hotel yeah. than you do. I say this to people because I travel a fair amount. I'm like, that, like where do you feel well, most at home? Give me a, give me a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> give me a that's, hotel with some room service. I'm good. You know, Mo, <laughs> it, it wasn't until after my plant career that I actually was home during the holidays. Actually, I had to sit here and open up gifts. And I actually had to do dinner and go to her family's house and figure all that out. Like, Mo, I never had to do that. Mm-hmm. So this is like a, like, Mo, every year, I feel like it's a new experience. I get a chance to see and and do all of these things in my adult life that I just didn't do because I was committed, Mo, to a lifestyle that I knew what I wanted to do, which was winning. And everything I did, Mo, was going to get me there and pointed there. So I'm not encouraging people to do that. And, and to this day, Mo, and I have to say that that's why I never encourage, like people say like you play it. I say, yeah, I play it. However, Mo, I know the commitment that it, that I put into it and I'm not encouraging anyone else to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's nice to want to play in the NBA, but Mo, it's, it's definitely not cool to lose in the NBA. Mm-mm. And I was willing at, at a point in my life to do whatever was necessary for me to be on top. And I was fortunate that I met a, a some group of guys who had the same commitment. And Mo, when they say it's an edge to people who win, there's no mistake. And those people who win consistently, it's by no mistake. They've committed. It's it, you know, talent is necessary. However, Mo, the, those people in in whatever team sport you play, that's why Mo, I I I don't you don't hear me talk about it. I don't I never talk to you about any of this because Mo, it's one thing to like go to the gym and hashtag striving for greatness and hashtag I'm good, <laughs> hashtag putting on the Mo, hashtag you putting your workout on the video. Like, if you're really trying to win, Mo, why are you showing everybody what you're working on? Mm. Like That's Mo, valid. you know what I'm saying? That's valid. You know what I mean? Like, like Mo, like, like 
Like, well, I, I had committed my life to this. And that's why I don't play with it. That's why I don't talk about it. That's why I just like, ah, yeah, yeah, I, I played a little bit. And that was it. Because, well, it, like, I know why, you know, certain people were successful. And I know why certain people weren't. And I know what it takes. And Mo, if there's one thing, if there's one thing that is missing that your generation, I feel bad for your generation that couldn't see is what those great players did because that's, they get the headlines, right? It's it's almost like the great players just played by themselves and there were just eight or nine other players out mm, there mm. that just made up of things. Yeah, fans fans are disrespectful towards those other players. Well, well, you know, and, and it's not just, it's just this, what it, it's the marketing of the game. It's the marketing of it. Okay. And I respect okay. it. But what I will say this, what I wish everyone could see is what those players did and what they, how hard they work when no one was looking. That is the, that's the difference between this generation and, and the previous generation. Those players, because Mo, the competition was so steep. There, there was no such thing as like, well, you come into a league and you're a superstar. <laughs> there was no concepts. Mo, you could be an you could be an all-star and people would be like, oh, he's a good player. Like, bro, there was like a pecking order to this. Mm -hmm. And the only way you could become a superstar, Mo, is you actually had to win. Like, Mo, like, and and it took players years to get to that level. And now you come in, a guy will throw up a video on Instagram or something, and then suddenly now he's grinding. Like, Mo, that's not how it works. And that is one thing that I wish you could really see, because Mo... The, I saw something more I've never seen. I saw something I've never seen more, and, and I've never talked to you about it, and I don't talk to people about it. People ask me all the time about, you know, what did it take? I just say, hey, man, just do the best you can. Because, well, I saw, man, I saw people do things, well, I knew weren't natural. And, and, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Like, when you commit to that level, Mo, you're saying, no, nah, man, this ain't... Mm -hmm. No, but you know what I mean, Mo? Like, mm -hmm. you know, I know what you're like, saying. Like, like, well, like, no, you know, like, I get it. Like, I, I get everybody wants to be great, and I get it. But, Mo, when you see someone that actually does that, it takes you aback, Mo, because you know this is a very rare thing. Like, you know what I mean? And everybody who saw that, we all saw it. You say no, nah, this ain't. You, you seem behind the scenes of why. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mo, That's so what you're there's no say. more questions about it. There's no more debates for me. There's no more like I got to prove. No, nah, Mo, like people ask me all the time, like, hey man, what does it take to be a good player? I just say, hey man, do the best you can. Because Mo, if I really told you what I saw, you would be like. Man, what's wrong with him? You'd be like, man, BJ's <laughs> off his rocker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a whole nother conversation. But yeah, yeah, you know what? The, yeah. the, the thing talking about Jokic on the show, the thing I like about Jokic, you don't see no workout videos from him. You see the horse racing videos from him, right? He ain't hashtag grinding. He's hashtag chilling. Um, and then he comes in and destroys the league. But what I like most about Jokic is he relatively came out of nowhere to have this career. If someone told you that the kid drafted during the Taco Bell commercial in the second round, is going to go on to become an MVP and finals MVP and NBA champion. You would have never believed it. And so that got me thinking today, someone on Twitter posted a question 
who's the most improved player, Maxi or Shengun? And my response to that was, if you really watch the games, because we sat here last season, and I think we sat here the season before, and even uh, when we were in um, in San Francisco doing the live games over there, where Tyrese Maxi was in the place, we were talking about how good this kid's going to be. Same with Alperen Shengun. I told you when we were doing a TV show, when they were like, who are you watching from this draft? I said, this kid, Alperen Shengun. So if you really watch the game, you know that these players have the potential to be great. So when it comes to the most improved player award, I don't like giving it to someone who we, like Tyrese Halliburton, we saw him last year, how good he was. Has he taken a step this year? Yes, he has. But is it completely out of question he was going to do that? No, this is a progression. Whereas a player like Laurie Marketing, when he won the most improved player of the league, nobody expected him to go to the Utah Jazz and become an all-star. Do you, do you see what I'm saying with this? Like the lens I can, which, I, can, I see the point. The, I see the, the point lens you're making here. So, so I asked some of, the, some of the listeners of the show and, and some of the people on Twitter who they think, instead of the most improved, I changed the slant of the question to who's the biggest surprise player of the season. So I just wanted to talk about a couple of these guys because I think the first name on this list deserves, I think he deserves the award, Dante Exum. Now, Dante Exum... Came into the league when he was 19. He didn't go to college. He played in Australia. Um, he, he was in Utah for a while. Then he got traded to the Cavs. And then he was out of the league for the last two seasons. He was playing in Europe, in Serbia. And now he's come back. He's not putting up crazy, mind-blowing numbers. But in the same amount of minutes or less minutes than he put up with the Cavs in his uh, in his games there in his final NBA season, he's putting up three times the amount of points that he was putting up before. Mm-hmm, but the mm-hmm. the play that stood out to me, I don't know if you saw the play, BJ, where he saved the ball from going out of bounds. So it's like a ball that's rolling out of bounds. He throws his body in a Dennis Rodman-esque fashion to save the ball from going out of bounds. And I just looked at that and I'm like, this is a guy who was out of the league. Everyone thought his NBA career was over, who's now found his way back. He's been huge for the Mavericks. I don't know if you saw the game against the Lakers. He was huge knocking down all those threes, especially right. when he's not known as a, a huge three-point shooter. He's shooting 43% this season from three. And he's refined his skill set. And not only that, he's making the hustle plays and the effort plays to not only stay in the league, but contribute to winning games, winning meaningful basketball games. So when I look at the most improved conversation, I would much rather give it to a guy like that. With all due respect, to Tyrese Maxey, we knew how talented he was. And now James Harden's off the team. He's going to have more opportunities to score. We we knew. I mean, and, unless you didn't watch last year, I don't know how you couldn't have predicted that. But that's just my lens and, and you know, who which players are the most improved. Who's been your most surprising player this season That's that you didn't have on your radar before, but now is really catching, catching your eye? Like, I think even Desmond Bain, we knew he was good as a role player, but what he was able to do without Ja Morant, and even now, John Morant's back. He's still putting up great numbers. Who's the biggest surprise for you? Well, you know, I, I always look for players who impact winning. Okay. And, and and you named a player that that I think deserves probably right now, in my opinion, is Desmond Bain. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because, you know, they lost Dylan Brooks, Stephen Adams, John Morant. They missed for the first 25, 25 games. games. They basically have a new team this year. And somehow, some way, this young man 
elevated his game and he held the ship together until the return of John Morant. And now they've gone four and I think four and oh, or five and oh, as yeah. we were four and oh, or something like that. Yeah, they've With been John winning. Morant's they've return. been winning. Yes. And, you know, I, I happen to, you know, I have a couple of clients, you know, on the team. And I happen to have seen this team play live now a couple of times. And I was just shocked at how good he really is when you see him in person. But here's what impressed me the most. I was having lunch at the same hotel they happened to be staying at. Mm -hmm. And I just happened to be there at the time and I was meeting with executives, clients, blah, blah, blah. And I saw him walking through the hotel a couple of times and he was just getting treatment in LA. Mm -hmm. And as you know, there are a lot of distractions in LA. Oh, oh, BJ, let's not go there. Yeah, no, that's, no, that's there are a, a lot of distractions. There's a lot of distractions in LA. Believe that. <laughs> However, I saw this young man making sure he get his treatment and the things he needed to do during the course of the day. And I thought, now here's a young kid that has discipline. And now it's no accident. I don't know him. Like a lot of players I'll know, even though I don't represent him, I'll know him. I don't really know him, but I met him that day with the client. And I thought, okay, now it makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. And to see how he's elevated himself, not only on the court, but his professionalism Mo, impressed me so much that I, I'm a Desmond Bain fan. I'm a, I'm a fan because I know the commitment that, you know, no one will never see it, right? He doesn't get credit for that. Everyone yeah, says, well, yeah. he's a pro. He should be doing that. However, Mo. Oh, you'd be surprised as <laughs> guys who don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but to see him carry himself at this age, what I saw, now when I watch him score 30 or 40 in a game, I go, it makes sense to me. Yeah. And like, to like, watch him do this consistently now, I'm like, okay. Especially and, coming in as the 30th overall pick as well. Yeah, yeah as I was saying, not Mo. Drafted I by say, the like, Celtics he, who traded he is, yes, Imagine if he didn't. is a, <laughs> and I, I give that young man because I've, he, he is a championship caliber player. Mo, he's a championship Here's, here's the numbers caliber on that. player. The first 24 games of this season that he played without John Moran, he was averaging 24.6 points. 5.2 assists and 4.5 rebounds. Now everyone thought he's just holding it down. Ja Morant's not there. He's getting right. he's getting more of the ball. He's getting more touches. Since Ja Morant has come back, Desmond Baines averages in over uh, the last four games of of his career with, with Ja Morant back in the team, 29 points, six assists and four and a half rebounds. So his rebounds stay the same. He's getting an extra assist a game and he's getting an extra four points. Again, that's an extra two buckets I, I, with John Morant now coming in and averaging what he's averaging, right? Mo, so like, I, I saw, yes. John's coming in, this. he's averaging 29 as well. And Mo, this is what I'm saying. I saw, I, I saw it with my own eyes and I thought, because Mo, like it stands out. It's like very obvious. <laughs> Pretty good. 60 he points is, from your backcourt. He is, Mo, <laughs> he is a pro. And I'm going to say this here. I know they're not getting a lot of credit as one of the best dynamic backcourts in the NBA, but those two, Mo, they, 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 they are, I don't know where they stand, but they're in my top five now. All right. I got to even, mm -hmm. I got, I got to come up with my top five list. Okay. They we'll are do that there. On the next one. They are there. Desmond Bain and John Morant. That's a major problem, but I am a huge Desmond Bain fan watching him. 
and I and, and I just happened to be in the hotel that day, right? I was just there and hanging out, and and all day, Mo, he was just getting treatment all day. Mm-hmm. Mo, he was just getting treatment. I was like, who is this kid? He's like a throwback. Mo, he was just getting treatment, stopped eating salads and stuff. I was like, where are the wings? Like, Mo, I, I was like, what's <laughs> they going sound on with like this me. guy? Where's the wings? The wings are like, at Mo's Mo, crib. <laughs> yeah, like this kid, Mo, was like on top of it. He was getting his work done. And then he comes out and drops 30. And you're like, okay, makes sense to me. Now I see, and Mo, he's been doing this all year, whether Jaw's there or not. And by the numbers, and I didn't know those numbers, he's even better Crazy. with Ja. Crazy. But Mo, he is a he is a championship caliber player. And I'm gonna tell you something. Memphis got a good one there. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. got a good one there. And, yeah, and if they can get Jaron Jackson stop fouling every second, then uh yeah, they yeah, got yeah, a big geez. three going on. Hey, Mo, they got something going down going on. And Jaron Jackson the is the is the defense player of the year, and they've got the best player in the universe, Marcus Smart. So oh man, you see Mark, that charge Marcus, he took on Zion? I mean, did I see it? I, I watched that game. I, <laughs> right. I watched that game. You gotta have something wrong with you um, to take a charge. Marcus on Zion. Smart is well, Marcus Smart is just but we're not gonna go there because we hey. can talk all day about Marcus Smart. <laughs> we could all, but but the, the Desmond Bain thing, it goes back to that quote from Jokic. Winning is a lifestyle and, and i think well, that's he's the committed take to it. i think that's a nice message we've got the new year coming up if you want to win you've got to make it your lifestyle you've heard it from See. bj he's a winner desmond bain he's going to be a winner Jokic has been a winner i one day will hopefully be a winner too oh mo you're, you're winning my lifestyle. friend you're winning my friend I, man, you, you are winning <laughs> i'm happy and i'm alive and i have all these amazing people that tune in to listen to our show every day that's love so i am winning in my head, in my heart, I'm winning. So oh, you, we appreciate winning, you guys. Appreciate you, BJ. You guys at home, make sure that you subscribe to the show, YouTube, Spotify, Apple. Hope you enjoyed that one. Something a little bit different today. We'll get back to breaking down the game tomorrow because uh, I'm going to let BJ go off and watch this Piston game. Yo, or should yes. I say watch this Celtics game? <laughs> <laughs> oh, your Celtics just went up 31-30. Oh, 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 BJ. See, I'm, I'm two minutes behind because they're down by three on mine. So I'm glad oh, you told okay. me that. We're going to go catch this game. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. We'll see you again very soon. And most importantly, until next time, get buckets.